Welcome everyone to House on Fire and Austin Oaks Church Parenting Podcast, where we talk about all things parenting for every phase. Our desire is to help you raise the next generation of believers to be simply about Jesus. And this afternoon, I have Sam and Josh Broccolo on with us. How are you guys doing? Good. Yeah, doing great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, it, it only took us about 65 times back and forth, and we <laughs> we made it happen. So most of You'd the time. You'd think it'd be easier because we work together, but uh, you not know, the case. Well, when you have all these little ones running around, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. it just. They complicate everything. Which is okay. I, I'm okay with that. I um, Good complications. Yes. Yes. I often think <laughs> to myself. They're worth the complications. But. Yeah. I also think to, my, think to myself. I can't complain. I signed up for this. <laughs> they exist because it's of true. me. So That's I just true. don't want to complain too much. My but actions <laughs> were involved in that yes. process. Yes. So uh, before we dive into our topic today, just tell us a little about your about your guys' selves, you know, like okay. uh, you and your family and your kids and all that kind of stuff. So those listening can have an idea of who you are. All right. Um, well, yes, we're Joshua and Samantha Brocklow. Mm-hmm. Um, we, well, we've been at Austin Oak Church for over 13 Gosh, years now yeah um, and been married almost 13 years it'll mm-hmm. be 13 years in August okay um, and yeah we have three kids Oliver Josephine and Penny Oliver's six Josephine is four soon to be five soon to be 14 um, and <laughs> then uh, Penelope is uh, 18 months a year and a okay. half mm-hmm. yeah Awesome. And, and like, any, you thinking you're going to stay with three? I like asking people this question. Are you oh, thinking like man. At least, at least today, tomorrow may be a different answer, but today, uh, like, we, you guys... It's a whole conversation. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, we've been talking that it it's very possible that we will have more children in the yeah. future. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, the funny thing is how both of us had wildly different ideas and expectations when we first got married 13 years ago, crazy, <laughs> um, about the amount of children that we want. I was fine with two. Sam wanted like five. She wanted to pack the house out. Yeah. And we have since like gone towards the other direction, if that makes it. Not that I want 10, yeah. but just that I'm like, okay, this is more doable. Like I have changed so much that the idea of, of fatherhood and additional kids is like, okay, this, I guess, not that they get easier as you go along, but you change so mm-hmm. much. Like you have to, you know, and it's worth it. You know, before I had kids, yeah. I, I didn't experience how it was worth it. And now, you know, so yeah. and obviously there's, there's scripture backing up that as well. And then with Samantha, uh, I think it's just been all of the difficulty of having kids has become a reality yeah, as well. More than know? I expected. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, especially because, uh, for a good long time, your stay at home mom, like you have the kids way more than I do, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're like your responsibility more of the time than they are for me. So, yeah. yeah, it's it's funny, but we'll see. We'll see. It is yet to be determined yeah. <laughs> whether or not there are more children in the mix. We'll see. We well, got some time to figure it out, so I <laughs> don't uh, have to figure it out today. So, and then tell us, uh, Sam, you stay home with the kiddos, but you also teach here at uh, ATO, right? Yes, right. yeah, two days a week I'm okay. here um, teaching the toddler twos class. Um, and, and what's yeah, is and it like I a Mother's school. Day out thing? What's the phrase for what that is? I should know this because I'm on staff, but I don't know the acorns to oaks thing. Like, is it, not, is it a preschool, Christian preschool? It's kind of like in between. Okay. It's like a Mother's Day Out program, but also a preschool. Oof. Okay. Um, Yeah, I mean, the different, the, like the different options of like either two day, three day or five day. Okay. Um, But yeah, we just do two days a week because I'm homeschooling yeah. um, also. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And it's just the first half of the day. Yeah, it's only four hours, which okay. is nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And Josh? So I am the tech director at Austin Oaks Church. So, yeah. But but not for too, too yeah. long. Right. Not for yes. too much longer. We do. Yeah, we have hired on another tech director. He's going to be here next week as of this recording. I'm not sure when this is going to be yeah. posted. Um, and so then it, then that's, there's that transitional period. I used, I used the term transition in another meeting, and someone made fun of me for it because of what that means nowadays. I'm sure you run up on this a lot working with students as well. So 
There's a, maybe there's a different term I should use. That, that turns into a sexuality conversation. Yes, Josh, exactly. Exa- well, and that's what I was made fun of for. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know. What do you I call mean? It you're then? using it correctly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I would say maybe the current culture is maybe not using <laughs> yeah. it correctly. Yeah. Uh, um, but I will be working directly with uh, Chad, the discipleship pastor. So I cool. will be the discipleship associate on staff. So okay. there's there's some cool things brewing there. Awesome. Awesome. Well, today we're going to talk about parenting different personalities. And mm-hmm. so you guys have, well, your own personalities and three others running around. And so let's just dive on into this. And so this kind of give an overview of just kind of what that looks like for you guys and kind of even why this has been something you guys have noticed and observed, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And we'll just kind of see where the conversation goes. Yeah, um, it's funny. So, you know, Oliver is our oldest, our boy, um, mm-hmm. and he is just, he's very chill, um, but he's also a perfectionist and pretty sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's not like the the typical, I guess, the stereotypical boy, like yeah. rambunctious and wanting to wrestle all the time mm-hmm. and tough or whatever like he's yeah he's a he's a sensitive soul (laughs) and he's very very sweet and very compassionate um and then you have josephine jury's still out on penny she's only a year and a half so we'll (laughs) see where that goes um then you have josephine who's a lot like me in temperament um and and when you say that we tend to clash a lot (laughs) okay we're both very stubborn like you you both clash against each other. Yeah, because okay. we're both very they're, stubborn. They're women who know what they want. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yes. And at her young age, she's <laughs> oh, yes. she's got it. She's got it down. Oh yes. She knows what she wants. She knows what she doesn't want, and uh, she doesn't want to do what she doesn't want to do. <laughs> it, it, she's also much more independent. Oh yeah. Like yeah. she. Yeah. Yeah. If she wants something, she doesn't see any reason why she can't have it, and so she'll just go for it. Like whether it's dangerous to do what she wants or what, you know, yeah. no matter what's in the way, like those things just don't compute. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. still pretty ask young. Ask for forgiveness, not permission, except she doesn't ask for forgiveness either. So uh, we're working on that. Yeah. We're working on that. You know, that's, that's part of parenting too. Exactly. You don't naturally have that. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah. you guys, is, your kids are still fairly young. Yes. And so when did this become like something you guys started talking about? Cause I, I mean, I've, I mean, we've had, you know, we've had, we've, well, we have three of our own and we fostered a couple and even just the nature of just observing kids, you kind of just pick up on this. And so then, you know, my wife and I talk about it all the time and then, you know, then I'm like, did you, can you believe what so-and-so said? I'm mm-hmm. like, anyway, so just when did this become like a reality for you guys that you were recognizing this and talking about this and seeing the differences in your kids? I mean, it was like right away okay. pretty much. Yeah. Um, I mean, because well, raising Ollie by himself. Th- so our ki- our two oldest are 19 months apart, mm-hmm. so they're pretty close. But raising Ollie, um, he was he was pretty easy. Okay, to, the, yeah. You know, for that for that period of time where it was just him, obviously there was a significant period of time where Samantha was pregnant yeah. with Josephine during that time too. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, he you know, all things considered, pretty easy to okay. raise him. And yeah. then. Josephine, she was just markedly different, even in those young, even in the first like year or two, you could recognize like, and in part of that, you know, she was looking up to her older brother, wanting yeah. to do what her older brother wanted to do. So, you yeah, know, obviously she was learning. Second kid thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm a second. second born. Yes. So yeah. I totally, I totally get that. My temperament is very different, but still like that innate, like sense of compassion competitiveness yeah. of mm-hmm. just wanting to like you see oh yeah he can do that i can do that too kind of yeah. a thing um so we definitely saw that pretty early on um and and that's a very good point our, our kids are still young so that, that's kind of like how we couch this conversation because like they could change with hormones oh, you yeah. know uh, <laughs> once once the teenage years <laughs> hit you know yeah. it could be totally different um but as it stands right now it, it's just funny because usually the stereotype is the exact opposite of what we got with our first two okay. of like the boy is the one like jumping off the couch like trying yeah. to kill himself climbing all, all over everything yeah. And, yeah yeah and there's certainly some of that like ollie really likes to be adventurous um but he's more analytical he's not as much of a risk taker okay. whereas josephine just like it does not even compute in yeah. her brain at all like n- like not that she sees it and she's like eh, it doesn't matter just no, it doesn't yeah she gets an idea oblivious. she's just gonna do it yeah. like yes. she doesn't think about any consequences whatsoever so what of late has she done that fits that if you can think of one i'm just like i, I have all of these mm-hmm. things and i'm like oh it could be that or it could be that or do you I have i mean she climbs all over everything okay 
Oh uh, yeah, we have an elliptical in our living room, and she just climbs all over it, even though we always say not to. Um, she, uh, oh, she uh, tried to slide down the the stair banister. Mm-hmm. Oh, that. Oh, I've oh. been to your house. Yeah. That uh, that, that, is a, that that is not good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. slam <laughs> well, right into so the door. it's so funny because we're like, you can't do that. Like that's not safe. No, I'm fine. I'm not going to get hurt. Like you didn't get hurt this time, but you could. No, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> is there any of you guys that would like say? Because you know, some parents I think would be like, well, you know, we'll just see how it plays out. Like you know, we'll we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Or are you guys like, no, no, no. Like if you see it, will you stop it? It depends. Okay. Yeah, it depends on how hurt they could get. For yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I do think there there's something to be said about that, that you definitely want to, you know, at least give them a little bit of, of um, ability to make those choices. Yeah. Um, but because I think she's just oblivious to things, with her in particular, we had to stop and explain, Josephine, if you fall on the other side of this banister, you know, like you are going to hit the TV and the TV uh, table and our floors are wood floors. Like you could really, really, really hurt yourself. Yeah. And so we needed to like sit down and explain that to her because it, it just doesn't compute. She's yeah. just like, no, I'm having fun sliding down. Like there's no <laughs> chance that I would fall over the side. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't understand. I know a, a smaller example too, just the other day when I came home, um, uh, when we were having dinner together, we have a little climbing dome in our backyard and Josephine was talking about how she would hang from the top of it from, and it's not too, her too tall yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay but just hanging upside down by her legs and ollie was pouting a little bit because he was like yeah i wanted to but i was too scared and again there's a 19 because he's month. afraid he's gonna fall yeah. so you know he's thinking about the possibilities yes. yeah where she's just like i just wanted to do it so i did it yeah like, yeah yeah which does and which <laughs> does mean she ends up getting hurt more for sure. You know, um, but yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. <laughs> Why has parenting like different per- personalities been like a benefit for you guys as parents? Like recognizing mm. that, like I-, I hear students all the time as a youth pastor criticize parents because like, well, they treat my brother or sister differently. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's because they're wise. <laughs> like, the, the, yes. you know, like there's the, the whole fairness thing. I'm like, well, I don't, you, one, you don't have a Bible verse for that. So you need <laughs> to let it go. But so just as parents and, you know, with young kids, like how has this helped benefit you guys as, as a married couple, but also as you discipline and love and encourage your kids? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I mean, there's always the, that very popular saying, right? Like, having kids is like holding up a mirror to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it's a popular saying because it's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I was saying earlier with Josie, like why we clash so much is because we're so much alike. So she's like a little mirror for me hmm. to humble me yeah. by the Lord. The Lord's humbling me through yeah. my daughter. Um, so that has been a tough benefit. Mm hmm. Um, for sure. Uh, but also just like, yeah, just, just learning that like, even within our own little five person household, that there's so many different perspectives Mm -hmm. and so many different opinions, um, and so many different outlooks on life. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, our, our God is a diverse God. Um, and our world is very diverse yeah. um, because he created it. And so like, it's cool to see even within our own little home, mm-hmm. just the diversity that exists there. Yeah. 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 The, the fact that like, it really um, brings home how uniquely God has created us all to be, yeah. you know, cause it's, it's very easy for me to live in my own skin and, you know, obviously I have my own, you know, faults and regrets and things like that. But yeah, the perspective that I have on the world, yeah, of course, everyone just understands that. Right. And then you get married and it's like, oh no, okay, actually, you know, there is a different way yeah. of looking at this. And then, and then even more so with these children, um, but how the scripture talks about how we are uniquely made, you know, knitted together in our mother's womb. And so, 
um, it's not a bad thing. Like that's actually, it's a good thing that we have these differences. And then especially for the things that can be really difficult for us to parent through because we have to stop and think through it. We can't just act on, uh, you know, our first instinct. Yeah. 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 Yes, exactly. Um, but to stop and think through these things because a lot of these, uh, personality traits, um, again, they, they were created by God to do some, I believe to do something very unique in this world as well. Like God has, um, a call on their individual lives as well. That includes their temperament and their personality and those things. And, um, so to parent, like it teaches us to parent in such a way to, um, to kind of hone those things. Right. Right. So, so we talk about, you know, we talk about our daughter and how she is strong willed. Well, that can be a really good thing in Mm -hmm. certain situations. I personally see the, um, the faults, the negative aspects of my indecision at times, because I'm not very, you know, I'm pretty laissez faire, just go with the flow. Um, and sometimes that's bad, right. In certain situations, but then, you know, when you put yourself in a clear and present danger (laughs) because of that strong willed nature, like you have to teach those things. You know, the example that we gave earlier is like actually having to sit down and talk about these things that she doesn't recognize. Um, so, so I think that's been a big learning thing for me and for us is that even though these things can be very difficult at times, you know, when, when Ollie scrapes his knee and because he's, he's more sensitive, like has a meltdown, um, you know, th- th- it's good that he is a compassionate boy, you yeah. know, that he cares for others. Um, but I also want him to be strong. I want him, I want to build that toughness into him mm-hmm. as well. So, um, learning how we ought to, as parents lead and, and guide them in so much as we can, you know, just yeah. teach them, um, how they ought to be, but, but recognizing those things for the sake of, of leading them better, but also for the sake of like, our, our kids are not our own. And they do have a purpose, you know, whether that's right here, right now, or whether that's in the future, uh, both, both and. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess this is, this is a lot of, a lot of different thoughts, but. For sure. Uh, do you guys ever find yourself like maybe, I don't know if I'd say looking down, but, but maybe seeing the personality of one of your kids over the others is not like ideal or how you'd want or. Mm-hmm as less significant, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and does that make you be passive about that in terms of like, you're like, I'm just going to let that slide or will you speak up and, and maybe try to guide and direct that? Mm -hmm. So, um, I think that's another thing where our kids are just young right now. And that is something that we're going to have to see down the line. Um, because so yes, Yes, and if that makes sense, yeah. um, th- th- because there are negative aspects to these different traits. I think also, uh, particularly in our case, because it is kind of the opposite of the stereotype. Yeah. Um, and I do want my boy to be more tough, you know, just because I think generally where God calls men to be and to, to lead in, in certain aspects and things like that, he's going to need to build that. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, tough in the sense of having more self-control yes of yeah. his emotion i mean which is you know something everyone yes thinking of a bunch of adults in my yeah, mind exactly. i'm like yeah that homie needs that you yes. know like and they're like 45 years old you know D- definitely but even but yeah that sense of like endurance and, and again like even seeing my own faults and my own indecision like to to build into him like just that yeah that sense of leadership because he's going to be called into that in different areas of his life yeah um but he's also six years old and so as much as I want to push him in that direction, yeah. I, I, I recognize that I could be pushing too hard. For you sure. know, I could be exasperating my children, like the scripture says. And yeah. it's like, okay, slow down a little bit right now. It's okay. So you say being passive, maybe there's some of that in there, but there's also a part where it's like, okay, I also don't want to totally, you know, uh, I don't want to demean those things that I don't like or I don't see as valuable right now yeah so it's it's interesting and definitely like with with Oliver he is more more passive um and more um more of a people pleaser Mm. um but uh he will also 
like step up and like want to protect his sister or, um, or want to um, make sure that people know something is true or isn't true. Um, Like for instance, I remember, excuse me, at the park one day um, he was following this like older boy around was probably this boy was probably like five years older than him um and but he really wanted to play with him and so he was just kind of going going along with whatever this other boy was doing and i was just sort of like keeping close behind just watching what was happening and um i can't remember what they were talking about um ollie ollie was telling this boy about something that he was doing that he telling him that he was like really smart and really creative and this boy goes no no you're not you're only like five you're not I was like and so I heard the Mm. conversation I was like actually just very calmly he's like actually that's not true he is very creative he has a great imagination yeah and the kid was like oh okay um and then from then on out like Ollie felt comfortable to sort of like stand up for himself and be like actually that's not true yeah Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, yeah, just having those like little moments of little teaching moments, yeah. mm-hmm. um, yeah. can really, you know, we may not, we may not see it in the moment, but can really like our kids can really grasp onto that mm-hmm. and, you know, for the rest of their lives. So yeah, absolutely. Every moment matters. Yes, it does. It does. <laughs> What's the hardest thing or the most difficult thing about and I mean, every parent faces this, I guess if it, well, for those who have more than one kid, I guess, but, but even one kid's personality is going to be, you know, unique. And so what, what is most difficult about parenting three separate individuals created the image of God who are different stages, different, you know, and everything about them is there's probably some similarities, but like, what's the most difficult thing about doing that? And, and I mean, in in this phase of life, because you probably would answer it differently if they were, oh yeah, you know, eighteen, <laughs> sixteen, and fi- right, you know, right. you know what I mean. So that would be, we'll have that podcast down the road. But Gosh. <laughs> but for today, and just what day to day stuff looks like for you guys now, like what's most difficult about that? Um, probably I would say probably just the disciplining app, mm. uh, yeah, aspect is because Ollie is so he's pretty Type A. Um, mm-hmm. you know, firstborn rule follower. Yeah. Um, so when he gets in trouble, like if you just look at him mm-hmm. sort of like with a disappointed look, like it breaks him. Yeah. So that really, yeah, that's that all you have to do. Yeah. yeah. That's what we do with our oldest. Yeah. So <laughs> it just, just the look and yeah, yep, so. exactly. But with Josie, it is that's different yeah. because she doesn't respond to that. Mm. Um, she needs more of a hands-on yeah. <laughs> discipline. <laughs> um, oh yes. Um, and then, I mean, you know, Penny's only a year and a half. Um, so she's still just doing whatever she wants. She, to she do. gets, she gets away with murder. <laughs> she can't. I mean, yeah, yeah, just, as much as that. She's and the baby. Ha- too. And we have to yeah. explain that to the two older ones too. It's like, well, she can't like understand yeah. right yeah. now. So yeah, it yeah. looks like she's able to do these things. But. Yeah. Maverick will come up running, you know, Thatcher pulled my hair. I'm like, mm. bro, he's nine months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, okay, are you okay? Yeah. And, and I, he's, you know, he's on to the next thing yep. or whatever, but it's, awesome. yeah, they don't understand it. And so. Yeah. That, that's Josie. Yeah. Penny did this like, well, she's still a baby. Yeah. Like she doesn't understand that yet. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's the most difficult thing, at least for me is because I, I can tell probably, especially for Josie, it probably feels like to her that it's not fair mm-hmm. yeah. that mm-hmm. she gets disciplined more. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, really it's only because yeah, their, their personalities are different, yeah. different and they need, they need different types of discipline. So. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that, that is, I was thinking about this. Um, I, I, it sounds very dumb when you say it out loud. Uh, so forgive me in advance, but um it's it's the fact that the, the kids don't reason like mm. adults. They don't think through yeah. things. So so things that seem self evident to me, 
mm-hmm. are not for young children. Well, of yeah. course, duh, they're yeah. children. Why would you ever think that? But in the moment, it's just like this is so. Yeah. Uh, Why would you do this? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you don't understand the implications mm-hmm. yeah. of your yeah. actions. <laughs> right. And it's different for each kid. So, again, I'm going back to the same things here, but like some things that Josephine is just oblivious to, um, Ollie is like trying to think through as mm-hmm. well. And so. also recognizing that in age difference plays a part, you know, experience as well. Um, So like, yeah, you could in the moment get really upset over something that like, Oh, well it really wasn't, you know, they didn't know (laughs) or they didn't, they didn't think through it. But then you also take that into the realm of like you mentioned earlier, discipline of how you, how you teach them. Um, It it has to do with, you know, how are they going to respond to what you teach? How can you say this in a way, or how can you show this in a way? Like your example earlier, Samantha, of, of even like that idea of of things being more caught than taught, how, how you, you know, just told that other child, like, no, that's actually not true. And how that taught Oliver in a way that maybe would have been more effective than if you would have sat him down and been like, you know what, that what he said was not true. And this is actually, but in the moment, like he really meant something to him. It really, you know, uh, spoke to his heart and it's something that he's held on to. Um, so learning to do that with, you know, with Josephine, that might, might just go right over her head, you know, or she might be standing up for herself just in the moment anyway, (laughs) because of her personality. Um, so, so learning that, um, how to address those things. Um, cause again, impulse can be, can make things very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but also knowing that you're the parent. So like, yeah, no, like they, they know they don't reason like you do. And so that's actually your responsibility to do that reasoning and yeah. then to teach them in a yeah. way that they can understand. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, that's good. Not easy. No, it is not. <laughs> Which is a good segue. What comes easy in regards mm. to, you know, parenting and loving three individual human beings as best that you can. Like, is there anything that comes easy or natural when it comes to just seeing their personalities and their differences from a day-to-day perspective? Well, I I would say, um, you know, just, just the underlying like love, loving each child. You know, I talked about earlier how I only wanted a couple of children, but then it's the total cliche of like, Oh, you see this child and wow, immediately you're like, Oh yeah, that's my child. Yeah. So, so love through it all, of course, that's clouded by emotion in mm-hmm. the moment in the, you know, when you're, when you're upset. Um, but it's, it's never been difficult to love my children in that way. Hmm. Um, uh, there was something else that I was thinking of, but I just, it just went away. So no worries uh, for me. I think just like, just recognizing the strengths of their differences, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Like, I love that Ollie is so sweet mm-hmm. and compassionate and and that he's sensitive. It's like, you know, yes, we need to teach self-control and how he deals with that sensitivity mm-hmm. and emotion. But, yeah. like, um, I, I think he's going to make an amazing husband for a woman one day. Like, he's just so sweet. Um, and so I really treasure those things about mm-hmm. his personality. Um, and then Josephine, like, I love that she is assertive and strong willed Mm -hmm. and that she does not stray on her convictions. Mm -hmm. Um, I think those are, those are her strengths. Um, and I am really excited to see what she's going to do with those in the future. Um, and Penny is just a big goofball right now, (laughs) which I absolutely love. She is the, she's the family clown. She's the life of the party. Yes. Oh yes. Always dancing, like making faces. Like, yeah. Or noises. But, and she like does it because she wants you to laugh at her. Like she wants to get that reaction. It's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. I I caught it. Um, Is that actually Ollie and Josie, I think they conform to our personalities a lot. So mm-hmm. Ollie is a lot like me and Josie's a lot like Samantha. Um, and, and so, yeah, the question, it, what comes easy? I think getting inside Ollie's head mm. is fairly easy for me. Cause I, I recognize myself in him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Funny how that turned out. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's almost like God knew what he was doing in terms of it took yeah. a mom and a dad, both <laughs> mm-hmm. 
for it to be ideal to recognize and see yeah. those things in kids. So. Yeah, yep. totally. Our differences complement each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I didn't realize how different we were until we got married, but uh, yes, <laughs> yes, God is taking us through that sanctifying process. Yeah. I, I didn't realize how, I like in so many ways, Melissa and I are almost the exact same. Okay. Now okay. I'm just a louder type A and she's a quieter type A, but we are ah. both as stubborn and <laughs> we will dig our heels in. Gotcha. And I've often told my kids just like, they'll like keep prying. I'll be like, you don't have as much persistence as I do. <laughs> like I'll say that out loud. Like they even understand it. Like you will not win this battle. Homie. <laughs> like I will win this battle. Anyway, just my own insecurities. So if somebody were to say like, you know, Josh, Sam, why is it important to recognize the differences in the, in the different personalities of your kids? What would you say? Because like I've seen some obs- observing as best I can from the outside. I've seen some people that I, that I would say, oh, I don't really know if they if they really see and recognize maybe how their kids are. Again, outside, I don't yeah. live with those people, but just there's times where there's you can observe big disconnections mm-hmm. and how like a parent may react or even treat and maybe they explode and, you know and so there's all these things that could factor into that but but if someone were to say like why why is it important to at least recognize and try to help understand and love and discipline them you know what would you say yeah i think because they are their own person mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. not you mm-hmm. um god made them their own person with their yeah. own personality and with his own plan for their life. Um, not your plan. Yeah. Not your personality. Um, they're not going to, you know, well, just like anyone, they're not going to meet all your expectations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really important not to project your own yeah, just your own personality, your own perspective yeah. on this unique individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, what comes to mind, and th- I had the scripture written down, so it's not like I have it memorized or anything <laughs> like that, but it's it's this idea uh, similar to how Jesus talks about um, the church, the parts of his body, and, and um, the Apostle Paul talks about it in First Corinthians. I'm going to read uh, in chapter 12. It says that I can't say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. Mm-hmm. And on those parts of the body that we think less honorable, we bestow the greater honor and our unpresentable parts are treated with greater modesty, which our presentable parts do not require. But God has so composed the body, giving greater honor to the part that lacked it, that there may be no division in the body, Mm -hmm. um, but that the members may have the same care for one another. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, this is God talking about his church, but I think the same idea applies in the sense of, like I mentioned before, is that these different traits that we have are not like i can think of them as negative in the moment right um when i'm clashing with these traits or when i just want you to be a different way you know um and certainly there are things to learn but but as that talks about like no god has uniquely created this person and like samantha said for for a unique purpose in their life and who am i to say um, that, oh, no, you have no need of that aspect of who you are, of mm-hmm. how God has made you. Um, and again, obviously, there's there's some particulars we can drill down into. If it is like a sinful disposition, obviously, you as a parent are going to want to root that out. Yeah. But I don't think personality traits in and of themselves are sinful. Hmm. It's just um, their outworkings. Yeah, yeah, you got, and that's part of parenting yep. is is teaching your children uh, the law of the Lord, teaching them, um, and also showing them how to follow God, which mm-hmm. don't always <laughs> get right. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, every blessing can be a blessing. Like every mm. uh, aspect that uh, how God equips us or molds us can be used as a blessing or a curse. Yes, it, it's up to us yes. to be able to say we're going to make much of God. At, in the way that I am, or we're going to sin. It's not, they're not inherently evil. Right. Right. And so, um, I think the term in seminary was like, there's biblical and non-biblical, but maybe a biblical was like the gray ground that you could, Mm -hmm. uh, it's not inherently evil. Like neutral. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, 
you know, this table is not morally neutral. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This table's not a sinful thing, but if you, you know, throw it at your kids, then, <laughs> or, you know, whatever, just, yeah. you know, there's something. I'm sure there was sin involved in that. Uh, action. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it wasn't the table's fault. Right. Like that's, you can't blame the table. So, yeah. Um, how has this helped you, uh, parent and keep Christ at the center of the home when it comes to understanding their, your kids' personalities and how they're wired and, um, how, how has it helped you guys to bring them back uh, to Christ? Mm. Oh, I mean, parenting <laughs> in general is like, or I would hope always brings you back to Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Always brings you to your knees. I know it does me. Um, but yeah, just that um, showing, like, like Josh said just a second ago, like being that example to them, um, something mm. that we, that we think is really important in our household is, um, asking for forgiveness, mm-hmm. um, and, and praying to God and asking for his forgiveness. So we, we do that with our kids whenever they sin or when they disobey. Mm-hmm. Um, but also if we sin against them, mm-hmm. we go to them and we ask yeah. for their forgiveness and pray in front of them to God and ask for his forgiveness. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, because, yeah, just showing them that that example yeah. to equip them for how to do that for the rest of their lives, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, they, if they ever need it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Man, uh, yeah, I, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is that it forces patience mm-hmm. um, because, because I can't act on impulse. Generally... Most of the time, if I'm acting on impulse, it's probably sinful, mm-hmm. um, yeah. especially uh, it, it also kind of shows me my own selfishness mm-hmm. that I assume that everyone is going to be the same as me. Yeah. Right. That that you have to think a certain way. Um, and obvi- again, I feel like there are all these nuances because like, sure, there are some better ways to think about things. OK, but in general, um, it's yeah, it's pretty selfish of me to, to put kind of expectations, uh, especially on my own kids, uh, if they don't know these things, you know, these yeah. kind of things that I've built up. Um, yeah, that idea of what repentance looks like as well. Um, that idea of like teaching um, in, in, in equipping. And so even seeing in my own heart those areas where I need the Lord to strengthen me in in order to lead my children well, (laughs) because I feel like so often I'm not equipped to deal with this. Like I, again, I see my selfishness. I see that how much I need patience and how like I am not naturally wired for those things um, that I need in this moment. And like, and God has given me such a great responsibility for these children to raise these children, the nurture and the admonition of the Lord to train them up in the way that they should go. And, um, in order to do that, like it requires that I rely on Christ. Like I can't do that in my own, uh, strength because often that will lead them astray. Um, and yeah, I think that that goes along with that, um, picture of what repentance is. Mm -hmm. Um, because I know that I'm going to mess them up in my own special way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So maybe on the forefront, uh, it helps that they will see that dad makes mistakes too and that and that God forgives us yeah. for those things, right? We can go to God and ask for forgiveness and um yeah. 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 And constantly reminding them, you know, that when when they do receive like a, a consequence or a discipline, like we're doing this because we love you. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and we love you always, no matter what, no matter what you do, we're always going to love you. Um, and Jesus is always loves you more and and will always love you no matter what. Yeah. 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 Two more things that came to mind is one, um, dependence on Christ, you know, like I said earlier in order to, uh, teach my children well, but also a dependence on Christ to change my children's heart, Mm. to recognize that I can't do that like yeah. when I so so want to <laughs> to 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 mold them by my own hands um yes. it I I can't I need God to to show them like I can teach 
in whatever way. I can try and be as gentle as possible. I can try, you know, I can try all these different things. But really, at the end of the day, it's it's God who's going to change the heart mm-hmm. in the right. most important things. So yeah. we do try and, you know, tell them the gospel in different ways as much as we can. Um, but we know that, hey, this is like, it's actually the Holy Spirit that does that work. He, yeah. he can use us yeah. to do things, but, um, and which, you know, causes me to go to the feet of the father and, and plead for my children, you know, that, yeah. that he would do that. Um, and then also, of course, I think it helps to see th- this idea of unique, we were all uniquely created. Um, and I can see the ways in which my children grind my gears uh, sometime. <laughs> But gosh, you, you put that in the eternal perspective and, and like, I know my own sin. Yeah. And so to see like the ways that God has created me and the ways that I have sinned against God, the ways that I have rebelled against God, see the love that he has for me. Like it's, it's, it's another uh, affirmation, another yeah. way of experiencing that, of just seeing like, man, God has blessed me so highly and he still loves me through all those ways that I, I'm sure that I grate on him. Yeah. No, for sure. I appreciate you sharing. What do you guys love most about being parents? I think just practically for me, um, I am a touchy-feely person showing (laughs) love. Uh, Physical touch is one of my love languages. Um, And all of our kids are so, they're they're big cuddlers. And I absolutely love that. Like, I hope... I hope that lasts forever. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I know it won't. Yeah. And it seems like, and well, I guess we talk about each of our kids individually all the time. It seems like Josephine is even more that way as she gets older. Maybe it's just because I'm her dad. Um, but, you know, she'll come down. She usually wakes up first. I usually wake up first in the house, but then she's usually the next to wake up. And sometimes she'll just come on the couch and just cuddle for a little while. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is, awesome. as a dad, like having my daughter just like, you know lay down on me is just like, oh, this is awesome. I love it. Yeah. So obviously we're both touchy feely people. So that's it. Um, yeah, that's where they get it. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) It has been taught. So Um, you're saying it's your guys's fault. Yeah. Oh, definitely. (laughs) In a good way. In a good way. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, I love the, the baby stage, but, um, you know, even with, I, I recognize with Oliver, it's like, it was almost kind of like a waiting period to me is like I wanted to I, I was waiting for when they were able to talk because I wanted to have conversations with my kid. You know, you yeah. can communicate without words. Yes. But I wanted to like get inside their head, see what they're thinking, you know, like, oh, this yeah. would be so much fun. Um, so the, anyways, you asked what, you know, favorite parts of parenting. I think that that like development of communication and finally like being able to to talk and and so that you can teach in that way through mm-hmm. words and and concepts and things like that. I I don't know. I really like that. Yeah. And the questions that they come up with. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh my fun. gosh. Yeah. Last no, it was this morning. Ollie was asking me, um, did God only sin once? I was like, wait, what? Um and I was like, no, God God's never sinned. And he's like, well, but with the flood when he killed all those people, mm. um, and I was like, oh, wow, buddy. that's like, a really complex. Yeah. yeah, so we had a conversation about it of yeah. how, like, well, no, you know, when we sin, we deserve to die. And so yeah. God didn't sin when he did that. Oh, but he's not going to do that again, though, right? Um, so in his mind, he had, like, developed this idea that, oh, it was a sin, and so he's not going to do it again kind of a thing. So, yeah. so just, like, working through those things, I, I really, I enjoy that a lot. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm weird i'm a nerd i like to think (laughs) no i I love it i love it last question here for you guys is what wisdom would you share with other parents to help them be aware of of implementing Mm -hmm. and at least understanding the differences of their kids and i mean they're going to continue to grow and there'll be development of that from their perspective even from your perspective of parents but what what wisdom would you give to parents just to say, hey, you need to be aware of this uh, and, and that kind of stuff when it comes to understanding these different personalities for their kids? Yeah, I would say just appreciate the differences. Mm-hmm. Um, appreciate the, yeah, the diversity in your household. Mm-hmm. Um, it it can be difficult too at times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. Um, but... 
like try to just just look past the difficulties and see the the goodness in that because you know like we've been saying god god made them with those personality traits mm-hmm. for a reason yeah. yeah for his purposes um and sure yeah like as parents you know we need to teach that the self-control and mm-hmm. you know all the all the fruits of the spirit um that i certainly need all the time mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but yeah just just really appreciate the the different personality traits mm-hmm. and um allow it to excite you for yeah. what god has for them in the future yeah yeah yeah, I you know I just mentioned how I'm a nerd and I like to think. So I would I would encourage um, you know parents to, to to just if you haven't already to think about how um, those personality traits are going to benefit your kids, mm. and out of that how to you know especially in um, God's call on their life and how they can use that for the kingdom um, because I do believe that's why God has you know has, has built them that way. There's, there's a specific thing that he wants them to do in this world. Um, and, and so as a parent, I I think if you can, you know, try and think through obviously with the help of the Holy spirit, go to God in prayer, um, how you can seek to tame those things. Mm. They need taming, how you can seek to encourage different things in your children, um, in, in what see the potential and attempt to draw it out as, as a parent and, and, you know, even put that before them, you know, like verbalize. I don't think I've, I don't think I've done that, um, at least in a long time of just encouraging those things in your kids, you know, like this is, this is a great thing. You know, this is a great aspect of who you are and God can use that. Um, you know, so yeah, yeah. So, some, something along those lines. And I think you hit on, on it early in the podcast, but, um, I think what you said that, that uh, this idea of fairness of treating your kids exactly the same yeah. uh, question that um, it, it's it's I I can see where you, th- where there are pitfalls there like why yeah. I, I can see why you would want to treat your kids fairly yeah uh, excuse me not not that you mm, words maybe right? the same or yeah, it, equal across the board or, yes I think that's what's hard about parenting books is that a lot of them tend to give sort of like a a to-do list or a yeah. blueprint, mm, if yeah. you will, mm-hmm. of how to quote unquote, make your child a good Christian. Yeah. And mm. that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's almost too specific. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, it's, it's unfortunately it's, I, I think it comes from a good place, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but it unfortunately tends to be legalistic yeah. Um, because yeah, every person is different. Like, um, mm-hmm. and so you're dis- disciplining two different children who are different yeah. the exact same way yeah. isn't going to, they're, they're both not going to get to the exact same place. Yeah. Um, and so I think, yeah, we definitely have to keep that in mind. We have yeah. to yeah. remember that like, yeah, this, this child needs this, this child needs that. It is not my responsibility to make sure they're saved because that is not in my power. I can just teach them God's word and yeah. and pray, <laughs> leave yeah. it in God's hands. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and I know for me, there's a tendency to like sometimes in parenting, like keep my cards close to my chest and mm-hmm. not not inform them of what I'm attempting to do in the moment. But I think when you do. Um, have to in certain circumstances when you ought to treat your children differently in order to to draw out different things to teach them different things i think it's okay to just tell them why Mm. you know so that they don't feel or at least they understand even if they feel that it's unfair they understand why mom and dad are doing that yeah as opposed to go wrong with communicating right yeah (laughs) not at all yeah and i think oftentimes you know uh i mean i primarily think of just from a dad's perspective because i'm a dad but um I want my kids to be a certain way. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. And I think there's some some aspects where I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, you want what's best for them. Yeah. And in a lot of ways you do know what's best for them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You have responsibilities, yeah. you have expectations. Yeah. yeah. But I think just focusing more on like the biblical characteristics and integrity mm-hmm. and character aspects versus like 
I want all of my kids to, you know, uh, love football or, or what, like be straight A students. Yes. Like all of those things (laughs) that I put upon them and they may hate football. Like, well, Mm -hmm. I I mean, I'm the one who, I don't watch any sports. (laughs) And actually (laughs) Mike Paisley mentioned like seven NFL football teams the other day. And I was genuinely offended. I was like, (laughs) how did your mom is teaching you this? I was like, anyway, because I couldn't, I genuinely, I don't know, I'd have to work at it to name yeah. seven. Anyway, so, but I think often we do that. And then I think, then we think as parents, like, well, I'm a failure because my mm. kid isn't like me. Mm. And it's like, well, no, like there's like the script. I mean, there's things that they receive from us and, and the good and bad, but they don't have to, they're not me. So yeah. I shouldn't expect them to, you know, like certain things that I like. Yeah. And even in our household, I often say, like, my wife will nudge at me a little bit. And she's like, you know, the kids don't have to wear cowboy boots. I'm like, I know they don't. <laughs> but when we're outside, <laughs> you don't ever have to think about them getting torn up because they're in mm-hmm. and, or or she'll be like, you know, our kids don't have to love hunting. And I'm like, oh, I know, but they're going to do it. <laughs> and she'll be like, why? And I go, because they are contributing to this family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And this is a way that they can do that. And so yeah. just, so that's me. And so just, I I think just to encourage parents, like you're not a failure because your kids aren't exactly like you. Right. Because they're, they, yeah. maybe some are, but like they're not going to be. Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah. And, and you mentioned, you mentioned sports. We're not big on sports either. Um, but I also recognize there are some really good things that are taught in sports, you know, as yeah. you are encouraged to, as you're pushed to do something hard, yeah. you know, you're encouraged in, in your teamwork abilities and things like that. So, so there are good things in those sports. You're mentioning hunting. There are good things that you want to teach your children patience. through that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Teach um, your patience. So, so maybe it's that if, if they don't, um, if they don't, gosh, I can't think of another word, sorry, resonate with those things. If it, if it doesn't yeah. capture them the way it captures you, maybe there's something else, another way that you can teach those things yeah, to sure. your children. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's, it's not a bad thing to want your child to learn uh, teamwork and yeah. leadership and, you know, and grit yeah. through these different things. No, that's a good thing. It, yeah. it, like, I want to encourage parents to, to push those things, to challenge your children, to, to do better. Yeah. Yes. But maybe teach them through something that they've already shown interest yeah. in. Maybe it's learning the violin, yeah. <laughs> you know, being a part of an orchestra. Yeah. Yeah. Totally Ollie, different. Ollie aspect. loves art. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 Well, cool. Well, I appreciate you guys very, very much. Thanks for joining us and uh, yeah, appreciate your guys' thoughts. On, Thank you. On this. So, Glad it worked Thank out. So much, yeah. Yes, me too. Thanks for joining us today on the House on Fire podcast. Please share this so others can be blessed by the conversation we had today. And we'll see you all next time.